Welcome to We're Talking Bears, where we bring you the latest in the Chicago Bears experience. I'm uncle, nephew, and I'm son, and we're talking bears. Cuts, cuts, what up? Hey. That's the word, man. Hey, hey. I know, I know you've been hearing all of the all the latest news. Um, yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I'm super excited uh, to see all the moves the Bears uh, have been making. I feel like Pose is locked in um, and, and just turning our team around. Man, we, we've made some huge moves um, with the free agency just opening, and um, and we haven't even touched draft day yet. So it's, I'm super excited. I definitely want to get your feedback in here and hear what you what you have to say. What you think about? Um, free agency so far. Um, we still got a lot of a lot of ways to go before the season, so I'm sure there's uh, you know this is just the tip of the iceberg. So what do you what do you like? What do you dislike? And um, how do you how do you think we move forward um, as far as like what positions we're we're still looking at and, and what our uh, positions of need are now that we've made some uh, moves? Yeah, man. Um, we man, I'm hype. I'm hype. I like all the changes that we've made. I like the players that we brought in. I like how. We haven't gone crazy, you know what I mean? Like just picking up any and everybody, just the big high dollar contracts like the freaking Washington uh, commanders do all the time, you know? Right. Like, right. Pose has been smart. So we got for, for a reasonable amount of money, for reasonable contracts we brought in. Hold up, I got the list right here. We got uh, Nate Davis, uh, who's played right guard exclusively for the Tennessee Titans up to now. Uh, he is the, I think, the number 17 ranked guard or something like that in the whole NFL for per PFF. Now, that's including both right and left guards. So that's two per so, so 17 out of 64 starting guards. That's excellent. What a That's a great move. Love that. We got Tremaine Edmonds from the Buffalo Bills, who is a, a, a absolute stud on their defense this past year. Um, we got TJ Edwards from the Super Bowl uh, contending Philadelphia Eagles squad, who was their starting linebacker. Uh, we got Andrew Billings, who he played on a Raiders front that was severely underrated. That man is a run stopper in the middle of the defense to play the nose. Love that. Demarcus Walker, who another Titans guy. Man, that dude was was nasty rushing from the three technique. He's a defensive end defensive tackle like uh kind of a hybrid player right at that like 280 pound six four like big you know big strong dude but uh kind of moves interior to pass rush on passing downs that's a great pickup uh, helps with the run on the on the rundowns and and the pass rush on the passing downs. so um and then we picked up a couple of panthers uh Deontay Foreman who man he was he was a absolute brick house running the ball for the Panthers late in the season uh compared favorably to, to Nick Chubb in some circuit you know in some metrics and, and you know that's that's that power game that we lost when we you know when David Montgomery walked and signed to the uh to the Lions right yeah so so a lot of pickups a lot of moves um but we still got a lot of holes we still got a lot of holes the right tackle big hole we thought we were gonna get a guy like uh Orlando Brown that deal kind of never materialized and uh you know it's just you can't fix everything in one free agency period and teams that build through free agency tend to lose you know what i mean so 
So I'm looking forward to the draft now, you know, right tackle, center. Those are two big question marks on offense. That's really, really the last big question marks on our entire offense, which I think is fantastic for Justin, um, his development. And then, um, you know, but we got to, I mean, let's talk about, let's talk about the offense for a second, because that offensive line could use some more work. Like, what would you like to see us do in terms of like attacking that right tackle spot in the draft? Like we could pick a guy with the number nine overall pick. We could pick a guy in like the early mid second round type, you know, like, like day two, like how how would you like to, to hit that? Cause Um, to to be honest, I'm not going to lie. Originally ending this season, um, seeing how our, offensive line performed um you know I I was big like let's revamp this offensive line let's get that together let's right. make that a focal point and then also defensive line etc I really felt like we needed to key in on those spots and 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 attack those hard um immediately you know I wanted those to be the first places we looked but seeing how they entered free agency um then revamp the linebacker core I, I actually like their the way they're going about it you know they're not uh they're not just like, okay, we can only do this. We're only looking here. You get what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. let's see what works best for our team. And uh, with that being said, I think that what I'd like to see them do, I definitely want them to address that. Um, I wouldn't be mad if they picked somebody, uh, that, you know, with the number nine pick uh, for that spot, if they think they're going to get a, a, you know, a, a big time player uh, to come in for us at that number nine pick. But I actually, after seeing what polls uh, and, and this team has been doing, I'm actually cool. I, tr- I trust them. If they traded back or they felt like they weren't getting the guys or the, the you know the people they expect or they want to have on their team in that number nine slot, I actually trust them to to put the right pieces in place. Um, I don't think everything happens overnight. Um, so I, I I trust the way that they've been moving. I do want us to address that though. Like I said, my my mentality is I'd like them to come into the draft and, and address that with that number nine pick. Um, but if there's another way for them to go about it. Um, like you said, initially I was looking at um, Orlando, Orlando Anderson, Orlando Brown, Orlando Brown, right? Orlando Anderson, I'm tripping. Orlando <laughs> Brown, uh, you know, what I'm I was looking yeah. at him and I was really hoping that we could have got somebody like that. But seeing the way they've been putting things together, I, I love what they're doing with the team. And like you said, they're not just overspending; they're not just throwing money at the problem and saying, "Hey, let's do it like this." But they're really getting quality guys that are going to come in and, and help our team. Um, so with that being said, yeah, I mean, I don't, I'm not. I guess I'm not, I'm just saying I'm not stuck to one particular plan of action. You get what I'm saying? We have a few holes, like you said, still to address. And um, as long as we get the best possible uh, picks that we have, we can make the best possible moves that we can make. I'm all for it. I mean, if we don't get the best guy in that position, but we're able to get the best team fielded, I'm, I'm all for it. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. No. So hopefully, good. though, um, hopefully we can address it. I'd like for us to get a stud at, at right tackle. And um yeah, it's, you know it's, there's a couple guys. There's a couple guys that look like they could be available at that spot. Um, Peter Skaronski from Northwestern. He got a little short mm-hmm. arms for a tackle. He's he's a little bit of a T Rex dude, uh, playing mm-hmm. that right tackle <laughs> spot. But uh, you know, Paris Johnson kind of fits that prototype, and he's an Ohio State guy. Justin Fields right. already his friends, so you know he's gonna come out and, and be really blocking hard for Justin Fields. So you know, a guy like that too. Uh, if he's on the board at number nine when the Bears pick, I would probably say that's probably what Pose is going to do. I would be really surprised if he was there and we were at nine and we passed on him for some reason. But um, 
I don't really think there's an answer in free agency anymore or via trade. A lot of people have been saying, like, uh, since the Bengals signed Orlando Brown, their left tackle is now available on the market. That dude is like the worst starting left tackle in the league. I don't want him. I don't want us to give up assets for a dude who can't protect Joe Burrow when he gets rid of the ball in 0.1 seconds. And, and now he got a block for fields. Right. That's not a good fit. I don't think so. Um, I say we, we just roll into the draft. There's a couple of guys out there. Uh, Darnell Wright from Tennessee. I think Will Anderson who's like the best edge rusher in the entire class said like that's the toughest dude I had to run up against like I couldn't get past him and he blanked Will Anderson on the stat sheet like no sacks no pressures nothing so he he's he's a stud and he might be there when we pick in the second round I would expect if we don't go with Paris Johnson at the top of the draft then that might be what we do kind of in the second round but he's not as good of a of a scheme fit I would say and Paul's tends to stick to that um, you know, he 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 talks to his coaches. That's another thing I want to talk about because it doesn't get highlighted enough how intelligently Brian Poles is building this team, right? So what I heard is I heard that Ryan Poles scouting procedures for you know free agents, for drafting rookies, whatever, is the same for everybody. What he does is he has the like you know, basic, you know, your basic scouts go and say, hey, you know, this guy, this guy, this guy. Then once you do that, he has an analytics team that then applies like, okay, well, what does like the PFF stats say and like the advanced, you know, next gen stats and the metrics and all that stuff, right? So you got those guys. Then you hand that list of those guys that, you know, that make it through those first two categories of scouts. Then he hands that to the coaches, which is something that doesn't happen in a lot of front offices. He hands that to the coaches and say, okay, which guys do you like? Which guys would you want to coach? And which guys would you want to build your team around? And then that gives a lot of more, a lot more input, yeah. a lot more connection between, you know, the, the GM bringing guys into the team and the coaches being invested in those guys' success, right? They feel like those are their picks, their guys. And I think that's that's brilliant. That's a brilliant way to build a team. It's going to get guys that not only fit your scheme, that not only have the ability, the physical abilities to do the things your coaches are going to ask them to do, but it's also going to bring in guys that your coaches personally identify with, that they feel personally responsible for, and that's going to get the best out of everybody. I think. So, I agree. You know, I agree. That actually is kind of cool, though. I didn't, I didn't, I hadn't heard that until recently either. But um. I think that's actually an, an, an incredible thing to do because, like you said, that gets everybody on board and it makes the coaches, when you get a selection of the guys you want and you ask for these guys and you had something to do with picking these guys, then you yeah. feel accountable too and you also want to see them do well. And I feel like that puts everybody in that place of, like, we all want to do well together. You get what I'm saying? Versus, yeah. like, sometimes, and it sucks, but sometimes you have a talented player who just doesn't have the attitude that, that's needed. You know what I'm saying? Or, mm -hmm. you know, you can't, and I think that's what's really important, and I, that's why I like how they're going about this, uh, putting the team together, because it's not about just putting talented guys on the field. You get what I'm saying? Right. They got to be able to work together. They have to fit the, the whatever the team's play style is or the schemes that the coaches come up with, and I actually think that that's probably one of the best ways to, to accomplish that. You get what I'm saying? You get everybody on board and then it's like, hey, now you got what you asked for. Let me see what you can do. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and, I, and I'm excited, man. Where I've been on teams where, you know, the guys are, are super talented and super athletic and super fast and, and can do everything you ask them to do, but they just don't want to do 
what what the coach wants or they don't want to do what the team needs necessarily and you know i won't yeah. name names but there's been you know even certain cousins of ours that maybe have you know a certain kind of uh you know scarring on their forehead like like kind of right there that you know ne- doesn't necessarily work in the team dynamic as well yeah. so, you know yeah. I, i've been on those teams you know what i mean and uh yeah. is 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 definitely something that can derail what could be a contender so i think he's really smart about how he's putting this team together in terms of the you know the locker room in terms of making sure he's getting guys that want to be here man like the the way that these free agents are talking about justin fields man like i'm gonna i'm gonna play a clip right i'm gonna play a clip right here did who's playing quarterback have anything to do with you know, when you sat down with the team Excuse me, first half. Did it play a factor in your decision to come here that you get to play with Justin Fields? He said, absolutely. Absolutely. Teams beg, beg for quarterbacks to try to recruit, to try to bring people, you know, to their organization. Like Aaron Rodgers, they're always asking him, oh, can you bring in some free agents? Can you, you know, stick your head out, whatever, yada, yada and bring in some key guys and it never it never sort of materializes for them man the bears always sniping green Bay's free agents and trade targets and whatnot and right. man, to have a guy that that guys want to play for the guys want to be around that's man it says a lot yeah absolutely absolutely man i'm, I'm not gonna lie i'm excited man the, uh the first move the first move they made um you trading down from one to nine dj moore um i know we've discussed that on the on the other episode but Man, I'm just saying, like these guys are, are ready and they're and putting to get putting key guys on the team that are just gonna make us better. I feel like bef- I feel like in just the first few days free agency has been open, um, we're already a better team, like substantially. Yeah. And I just think that we're just gonna keep getting better. Um, what I will say is that this just give this poses first going into his second year, right? Second year. Mm-hmm. Um, and he definitely has a mind for the game because to me, he's 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 uh, strategically going about putting this team together. You know what I'm saying? He knows what he wants. It, it appears like he knows what it's going to take uh, to, to turn this team around and, and really focusing on what we need to address um, on our depth chart. Um, so, I'm, man, I'm excited, man. And I think that it's great. It's nice to see one of one of the brothers uh, in, in that spot with an opportunity, you know what I'm saying? And he played uh, O-line. So, you know, hopefully he's yeah. got the mind that's like, we need to protect Justin, you know what I'm saying? So, Man, I'm, I'm I can't lie. I'm excited. I, I can't wait to see what they do next. I I think I I think I got a good prediction for what they're gonna do next, right? So let, let me hear it. Let I think so. We've been filling out the roster with you know backups, role player guys, key roles like third down running backs. Travis Homer we picked up for yeah. that. Um, you know we we've been filling out the roster with guys that are gonna play significant minutes. Robert Tanyan, another guy that backup tight end from Green Bay. Man, our backup tight ends last year were trash. Man, Trayvon Wesco or whatever his name. God, I hope I never see him in a Bears jersey again. But like <laughs> some some of these dudes that we're picking up, man, they could be real significant pieces to sustain success. Whether that's in a role that's you know just special teams, whether that's you know, a significant offensive or defensive role. What I love the most, though, is the way that he's setting this up because we had, what, four draft picks, five draft picks, something like that, when he showed up last year, turned that into 11. Now we've got 10 draft picks this year after trading down, and he's probably going to turn that into, you know, at least 12 or 13 
by the end of the draft. We're picking at the top of every round. So some of those are going to be trade backs for sure. So when it comes to something he said when he first joined up, he's like, oh yeah, we're going to, we're going to be smart. We're going to, and one thing that stuck with me, he said, we're going to play the compensatory pick formula. And what that is, is if you're not aware, um, what that is, is at the end of each free agency period, the NFL kind of tallies up the free agency lost and where they went and signed and the contracts they signed and the amount of snaps they play for their new team and the success they have versus the free agency you signed yourself mm-hmm. and what kind of value difference you're getting. And playing that formula, if you're doing it right, which you'll get like San Francisco has like three extra third round picks this year. They got like two extra third round picks last year, a bunch of fourths, fifths, sixths, whatever, to the point where you just get, you're just given free draft picks to keep filling your roster. Because what happens then is as you as you select all of these players, some of them are going to be very good. And you'll retain some of them, but you'll eventually have too many good players to retain. That's the situation San Francisco is in right now is they have a team that's amazing. That's so amazing that they could drag any quarterback, Brock Purdy, you know what I mean? Mr. Irrelevant to, to damn near to the Super Bowl, you know, to the doorstep. And at that point, you're going to lose free agents. You're going to lose more people than you gain because once you select all of those talented players, you know, they're going to go play for other teams. They're going to, succeed there and then you're going to get even more picks to then select from and he's if he does that that sets you up for sustained success because you'll just have a glut of talent on your roster at all times and especially at the less premium positions you know what I mean like interior offensive line that's super important Uh, you know running back that's always super important Uh, so I, I really like the way he's doing this because it seems like in free agency he's not just going out and picking up a hundred guys we got a whole roster to fill out but he's looking to do this mostly through the draft and it's it's right. obvious yeah and i'm happy about that man we need the young talent around fields so we can like you said sustain success man that's what it's about but um so what do you think is next what's coming next what do you think man, honestly i i think we're gonna i think we're gonna be focusing on these pro days i don't think they're gonna really make too many moves in free agency i think it's it's all about the draft from here on out for polls and company it's another what month until it starts month and a week. Yep. I think they're just going to try to make sure that they're hitting on as many picks as possible. But honestly, I kind of like this roster. Even if we had to go into battle with our offensive line, not quite finished. And we had like Larry Borum start at right tackle again. Yeah. With the way the rest of the offensive line is built. Honestly, I'm not that upset at that. Cause Larry Borum wasn't absolutely terrible. Yeah. At right tackle, he couldn't really do the things that we wanted him to do in the run game, and his pass protection was, we'll say, we'll say average, um, which is which is fine, I guess. But if we went into battle like that for a year, I mean, with the with the weapons we've added around Fields, with another year in, of experience in our system, I mean, I don't think it's unreasonable to say we're gonna still we're gonna have one of the better offenses in the entire NFL. I would say we're gonna be a top ten offense because of how dynamic fields is like on that five game stretch last year we were the number one scoring offense in the league with equinemia st brown and dante pettis and Nikhil harry and you know like that was we were we were the number one offense for like four or five games with with almost no help from defense whatsoever yeah so 
I mean, even even if we walked into even if we walked into the season before the draft, I feel confident that we've already added at least four wins to our to our uh, 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 to our to- win total. You know what I mean? Like we we had what three wins this year, so I minimum seven wins is what I expect. And I mean, to be honest, to be completely honest, um, we had three wins in what seems like a season that we wanted to kind of get a nice draft pick in. I'll say mm-hmm. it like that. Um, we had three wins with games I felt like were close that we potentially could have won with the team we had. Yeah. And I'll say this. What I'm super excited about is with the offense, like you just said, we, we've, we've upgraded, right? But last year's offense produced mm-hmm. in, in, in such a way that we were in a lot of games and the defense didn't show up. Yeah, And I feel like with, with the changes we've made on defense, that would change the entire complexion of some of those close games that we had. Oh. We, most of our games were close this past season. Absolutely. Even for us to be a sorry, you know, have a sorry old line and almost no defense once we got rid of Quinn and, you know, we will know oh, D-line. You know what I'm saying? We didn't mm-hmm. have anybody to, to apply pressure. Our secondary was, was okay. But you know what I'm saying? So, But now, seeing the moves they made, I, I totally agree with you. If we were to go into battle even before the draft, I think our defense has gotten better, um, and I think our offense has gotten better. So I think naturally, I, I'll give you the seven just because I, I still want to see us do, you know, get better, um, and, I, and I'm sure we will. But I would, I wouldn't. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it was even more games than that. You get what I'm saying? Um, yeah. I'm just really excited to see what these guys are going to get out, out there to do. Um, hearing from the free agents that we have picked up, man, they're they're super stoked uh, from the interviews I've heard. Um, they're excited to be playing with Justin. They're excited to be in uh, on the Chicago Bears team. I, I heard Edmonds, well, I forget which interview he was doing, but um, he was just talking about, um, you know, you, he was like, yeah, you, you, you know the legends and all the, the Bears uh, linebackers and, you know, the, the great history of, line, of linebackers and defenses that we've had. And he's just like, you know, I want to come in and, and pretty much make a name for myself. And I, and I, and I hope that he continues to, to look at it that way. You get what I'm saying? He talked about Erlacher and how, you know, of course, he's learned some things watching Erlacher and you want to come to a team and, and be able to produce like that. So, man, I'm just excited uh, that they're excited. Um, and I'm hoping that we that our I have a feeling next season is going to be a, a drastic change from the one we just had. Oh, I just can't first? wait to see these guys get out here and uh, and to, you know, represent our city. I, I think after this draft, because polls is. Pose has proven already just with last year that he knows what he's doing when it comes to the draft. He went in there with just a couple selections. We left with a ton of players. He went in there with late round picks. The highest pick was, was an early second round pick. We came out of there with like four starters and three of them were on the PFF all rookie team. Right. So like I, I trust polls when it comes to the draft just after this first draft, because that's the best draft we've had in a decade easily other than the one where we got Justin Fields, Justin Fields right? just because so like yeah that has to be the best draft we've had in a decade but last year's draft with a second round pick and, a, and just a couple of little picks littered behind that was the second best we've had you know and like I, I think we're gonna come out of that I think Poles has his eyes on a number of like small school guys that we don't know about that he's gonna he's gonna shotgun that late round I think like he did last year where you just take a lot of cracks at a lot of different positions and see what sticks. I think we're going to come out of there with at least one new cornerback, maybe two to bolster that room. I think we're going to come out of there with another safety that he likes. I think we're going to come out of there with maybe another running back 
who can who can stretch the field and maybe be more of a pass receiving option because that's still kind of a hole in our in our RB room. I think we're going to come out there with at least one right tackle and at least a center in addition to maybe a, maybe another offensive lineman or two. And I think we're going to come out with at least two edge rushers. That would be my prediction for what our draft spread looks like in yeah. terms of, I don't know where he's going to pick these, but he could pick an edge rusher at nine. There's a lot of guys I think that are incredible. This, this past, this class of defensive linemen is insane. Um, so, uh, you know, he might pick, he might pick a tight end. This tight end class is really deep. Um, but I think that generally speaking, that's, that's kind of the distribution that's going to come out. And yeah when we come out with all of that, all of that youth and all of that talent, and we infuse that into the roster we've got and put those pieces around fields. And then, and then this defense, like Kyler Gordon came on really strong last year. Jaquan Brisker was absolutely crushing it at safety. Honestly, I think he was the best. There were other safeties, rookie safeties that maybe had better stats, but they were playing in a much better situation. I think Brisker probably was one of the, if not the best overall safety out of the rookie class last year you know and uh i think once they have a pass rush in front of them once they have good linebackers in front of them that can make plays and and bring that defensive attention and the the quarterback's eyes down to that second level then that defensive secondary is going to be allowed to really do what they do which is ball hawk hit people and and be sticky as hell in coverage because yeah. man Jalen Johnson we already know what he do he's not going to get a lot of interceptions but you're not going to catch a lot of passes either right. um you know brisker brisker is brisker we love him keep up keep doing what you're doing man uh you know Bojack man what do we got to say about that man he back to form love to see him you know patrolling the deep end like he's supposed to and then Kyler Gordon I don't know whether they're going to move him to outside or keep him in a slot he was kind of doing both of them poorly at the beginning of the year and then both of them well by the end. So, um, you know, we're definitely going to add another corner to that room to kind of solidify that. But I think that's a real big strength of our team that's very underrated. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm really thinking this defense is going to be much improved. Those close games that we lost, you know, Miami, where they scored 35 or whatever, we lost because it was 32-35. Or, um, you know, Philadelphia, where we lost by five again, I want to say, um, and that was what, 25 to 20 or something like that. You know, we, we're hanging with some of the best yeah. teams in the league yeah. with no defense whatsoever. No, right. Right. Now we've strengthened our offense so that they can be more consistent in delivering those points the way that they did during that mid season stretch. So right. I I'm really, I'm really looking forward to this. I think we're going to be a really, really big problem. Me too. Some Me really too. tough teams. It's and one of my favorite things is just the culture that it, it, it looks like Coles is uh is creating here in, again in Chicago because we've got now we've got a young team legit you know what I'm saying we some of the older guys I mean of course Roquan was our boy we hate to see Quinn go but these older guys um are not really going to be around for the Justin Fields era you get what I'm saying mm-hmm. so to get the youth in there I'm excited about and to be a team that's kind of like we're at the bottom of the league, able to get the first pick, right? But we're not a bottom team, if that makes any sense. We have we have a we have a lot of great t- Justin Fields, like you said, uh, to mention how guys would love to play for him and they want to play. We have the youth that can attract these other guys, and we and in my opinion, the young guys coming out uh, coming into the draft this year, the guys that get picked up uh, undrafted or whatever, but the young guys that are coming into the league, I think this is ideal 
especially when you're creating a, a culture of, um, you know, of teamwork. You get guys to play together and you and you want to win. You get all these young guys in the, in the door and it's like, this is what we're trying to do. And if you don't fit that, you're going to have to get out. But right now, we don't have to worry about those cancers of the locker room or guys that's like, oh, I'm more worried about the fact that I didn't get a good contract this time versus, you get what I'm saying, winning games. And now we have all these young guys that are going to be coming in. Uh, we still have some veterans, but all these young guys that will be on their first contracts, uh, early second contracts, and, and they're trying to win. And we've actually got some good talent and guys that are going to be able to come in make a name for themselves and so that's really what i'm excited to see like you said we've been able to see it at a brisker um i think he was definitely um i think he was the best safety in, in, in the rookie class um but you know we get to see guys like that that get to mature and, and become great on our on our team and on our watch so i'm hoping that polls uh hits on the draft again i'm sure they'll, they'll be great and um it's just really nice to see all these young guys coming in with all that excitement and and um you know that zest for the team and to look yeah. forward to the future for yeah, sure. absolutely. And man, it's it's good to see, man. But but another aspect of that is Fields' leadership, man. Anytime yes. you talk to that man, anything, anything you talk to him about when it comes to football, he don't care what the stats are. Right. He don't care who got how many catches or how many yards he threw for or how many touchdowns he got. He cares about dubs. Yep. He cares about wins and losses. And that's reflected yep. in the roster top to bottom now and i yeah. absolutely love that that kid is our leader and that's the kid that's gonna run this because that's the type of energy you need man that's the type of energy you need at the top and that trickles down all the way through all the and way through the it. organization and not to and not to you know uh blur lines or anything but we've seen we've seen it it's it's, it's, it's become popular almost it's kind of dying out i feel like in the nba but it became popular to the point where we can see a guy like durant harden Irvin, it's like you guys aren't close to winning you know what i mean so it's, right. it's bigger than just the talent so i agree with you man that, that's that's the biggest piece for me as well um the fact that he's our leader and the leadership we do have from the field to the front office it seems like they're all on that same page you know what I mean? oh yeah so definitely man. I'm, excited. I, I'm excited i think we i think we hit it out the park when we when we pick polls as our executive you know like he's a former player he 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 was you know, in Bears training camp, as far as I'm aware, I don't know how far I went past that, but man, he he was out here in a Bears jersey trying to make us win, you know, right. with his bare hands. And now he's doing it with his mind. And I love it. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. Um, so yeah, hey, it's this is just the start. We're still this is still week one um of free agency. So there's so much more to, to be done and so much more that can happen. And I'm sure they're 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 working around the clock as far as uh figuring out what, what their next moves will be. Mm -hmm. Um I just I can't wait to see it, man. I can't wait to see it. I'm yeah, fine. man. We're we're gonna be uh we're gonna be covering this, uh you know, rolling all the way up to the draft. We'll be covering the draft. We'll give you know breakdowns when we can of all the different players that we pick up. Uh, you know, the free agents that we've picked up. We're gonna you know take some deep dives, look at those guys and what they do well. So keep yeah. in tune with us. Keep watching. Uh, we're gonna keep bringing you the best fan coverage of the Chicago Bears that, you know, we possibly can. So I hope you guys are enjoying the show. You know uh, it. You know, and, and, and let's, uh, let's bear down, man. Let's bear down. Bear down. You already know. Them guys. Yeah. We're always talking Bears, yeah, man. We're always right talking there. Bears. And you know what's, what's really good about this is, I know we, I spoke, I speak on this all the time. You Chicago, uh, uh, Fans of other teams, get ready, man, because I'm telling you, oh, yeah. once Justin Fields gets a hold of it, he's not letting go. He's still a young kid, 
Just watch. Yep. Just watch. All right. Well, I'm son. I'm nephew. And we're and talking. We're bears. talking bears.